0: Large sums of money come to me easily and quickly in increasing quantities from multiple sources on a continuous basis in the best interest of all that I get to keep. Good morning listeners Now For those of you who haven't, haven't been listening to my podcast And this is your first time Welcome, hello And hope your day is well And Here in New Zealand at 6.40am in the morning And I've just arrived at work uh, Ready for another day But Usually I I before I start, I try and get into a, a podcast recording in, and just to let you, or yeah, help you understand where I'm at at the moment. You know, uh, the, as you know, it's uh, it's my life. It's the topic, and innermost thoughts of how my life is going, and also. Following a journey, a path, or into a new area of um, hopefully, I it will take me to another place, into another career, into another understanding of how this platform works, and into other platforms of uh, like live streaming and uh, live videos on YouTube and with Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Twitter at the moment, it's at Harry0978, Lifer, L-I-F-E-R, and click onto that, that link, and it takes me, will take you to my Twitter page, and now it's just new, and I'm just trying to find uh, people that would be part of my tribe, would become part of my tribe if they're interested, and... um, and learning about this podcasting or get trying to get into something and into something different that uh, you wouldn't wouldn't even consider a possibility now the whole idea of this is to have a look at uh, the way things are going with this current crisis of covid-19 uh, around the world and how it's changing the way we do things and and the way you would do things in, in times of crisis, and one particular area is work. You know, how does it affect your job? Has it affect your job? And what would you, you know, what would you like to do about it? In most cases, most people would uh, wouldn't know because that's all they've known. That's what they've been doing for so many years. Now, take I'll take you back to in um, England and London way back into the coal mining days where areas were set up and the only jobs that were available in certain areas of London was coal mining you know hundreds if not thousands of men women, children would go down into those mines and earn up you know in that soot that black dusty um mind that with heat, uncomfortable conditions and do their days do a day's work, come up you know back home and that was the norm back then. but then the industry started to close down and things started to happen and loss of jobs and and a lot of them didn't know anything else moving towards today, how things are today and it's a similar that story is still surviving today that same picture that same story with the gold, coal miners is true today with certain jobs and certain, and certain people who are attached to those those jobs and their skill set it's all they know and when a place where they've been working uh, for years it's going to close down anxiety sets in and they don't know what they're going to do next and it it puts pressure on you as a person and and in, in your surroundings you get agitated and frustrated and sometimes angry because it's happening and you think why is it happening to me uh, why, why is the company doing this why did they let it go that way all these questions have been Are going through your mind And why And when that's happening You always think What am I going to do next Now this is the issue here If you're Heading into that situation uh, Or you're currently in that situation How do you get around it That's the key thing How do you get around this issue of Overcoming adversity. Which is exactly what it is in a nutshell. Overcoming adversity. Have I been in that situation? Yes. Yes, I, I have been in a situation where... Uh, the company I work for... For almost 11 years. A few days shy of 11 years. And... Um, Exactly the same thing happened. Um, we didn't know, but uh, but like I said in, I think, my very first, first or second podcast, I said about how we, as a team of workers and team of people, individuals, who were selected to do certain jobs that... Allowed us to expand our vision or their vision with our knowledge of working in the places that they asked us to uh, improve. We were hand picked from our general manager into certain positions and certain places or departments within the company that allowed us to expand a system they were bringing in, a new system they were bringing in, which at the time we didn't know that we were actually cutting our own throats, but in a good way. It it showed us what we as individuals could do, how to apply our knowledge and skill set to a system that had been brought in. And and twink the system, refined it uh, to a a stage where we fine-tuned the whole program to cut down the downtime in processing uh, a warehouse from its makeup, its development, its design right through to its inception, to its uh, place of origin, to its destination, to its customer end result. But within a few steps, processing um, a customer who's ordered something and got it out to the customer within, within a 24-hour period. So all that came within a system that each individual that was hand-picked, handpicked, handpicked a team that would help uh, provide that necessary uh, service within a, a department. So, out of 300, short of 300 staff, only 100 was kept. And I'm sure that when we left, they were saying there's still more fine tuning to be done, and whether that 100 was kept. Or maybe half the team was let go once it was finally fine tuned to where it couldn't be fine tuned anymore and had to be just, I suppose, added. A lot of things would have been added from there on in as they got better at um, processing things and uh, working into a warehouse where it managed itself. And now we were made redundant. Because our jobs ceased to exist because of the system, and because we, at the time, didn't know what we were doing um, in regards to holding our jobs, but in regards to improving the system and the processes that we had, we did. We we we, we completed our task. We done our job, but uh, we done our job so well, um, the company didn't need us anymore. So. There's my history of, you know, being in a situation where, you know, when times are hard and you are left with uh, a decision to make on where you're going next. What is your next uh, calling? Where are you going to go? How are you going to feed your family? Have you got bills? How are you going to pay that? And um, and if if you were, let's say. It didn't take me long to find a job, but then I was young then. Um, right now, I'm, I'm of an age where I would be considered a senior or an, yeah, mature senior. And um, in today's uh, in the, oh, world or business, uh, some of us are considered you know overqualified and. Of an age where certain factors uh, creep into whether we are suitable for a job where we're applying for. Now, that could be true in most cases, but not in and others. But anyway, it's it's getting up there, and uh, you know, there's only so many jobs for, for a senior that they can do, but. If it comes to working in a place where there's a lot of um, heavy lifting, a lot of movement, a lot of motion, and skill set needed, I'm not too sure whether I, I will fit in. But for me, I'm one of those people who are able to adjust and, and give it a real good go. It's always been my forte is giving it a go and helping out and trying to better better myself and within the company. It's taken its, you know, it's put its trust in uh, hiring me, and for that, you know, I'll become a loyal worker and committed to whatever job has been placed in front of me. Anyway, <laughs> so make a choice. If you want to continue in that in that um, position and field that you're specialized in and you find other work within outside of uh, wherever you normally are take it f- for purely from basis of bringing in more income so you can do um, pay your bills and not let your family uh, or your bills and that you know, uh, build up and cause you know tr- uh, pressure and stress upon yourself your family, and your friends around you, (coughs) excuse me, but anyway, yeah, so, after I got made redundant, I took a few months off, to sit back, relax, ease the body, take hold of my life and and uh, my surroundings and just to have, have time to myself uh, it's good to, that you can have time to yourself to think about things and what you're doing and what you're going to do next where you're going to go whether it's right for you, you know, it's good to sit back while while you're still working but also you, you know that um, what's what's coming if you relax if you try and relax while this is happening and, and you do decide okay I'll look for work but at the same time continue working and but I'll make the decision of taking a, some time off after work so you can Settle yourself down, because it, it can become overwhelming when you know that you're going to lose your job and where you're going to go next. It can be real frustrating and, and it plays with your mind. But in order to overcome those, those issues, take time off so you can think a lot better, clear your head, what money you get from, you know, your redundancy you know pay your bills and whatever put some aside even if you can invest some in uh, digital currency but as a, a fallback to help you create more income for you or passive income that'd be greatly helpful for your future and also time off will help you relax and You'll clear your mindset, become balance yourself once again, and to understanding where you're, where you're going. Once you do that, once you sit back and relax, I believe for me it helped. It, it will help you if, if this is your first time, you know, to clear that anxiety away, to have a a better view and a better outlook on where you're gonna go. People think, oh, that's the end. It's not the end. And if you're if you're still young, if you're in your thirties or your know, late twenties or late late forties, you're you're still viable. You still have that intent to work that work ethic. And if you're working for years, don't think of it's the last. Just carry on with your job. Knowing that you're knowing that it's gonna end, and look for other work, whether it be something new or something similar, it will come to you. And also, take time out once you're finished to settle yourself down, to balance yourself out, and to you know take hold of your life. Your life's purpose is not about to struggle. It's not about to stress out. It's not about frustration. But to drive your passion of where you want to go. If you've always said you wanted to do this, go and do it. How you go about it, what's involved. If there's uh, classes or videos out there on YouTube that also... Um, is also about what you want to do in the future. then watch it while you have time off or before, before you take before your job ends, watch it now. It's, so as you slowly progress into leaving a company and you've been watching these videos on what you want to do in future will we'll lead you towards that. So the transition will be a lot easier in phasing out the old and phasing in the new. And doing so will help you feel a lot better about yourself and where you're going and what's around you. Sometimes it's not all bad. It's time to leave a, a job that you've been there for years and to try something new. It's the way life is It puts you in a situation where You wonder to yourself well, What's going on? Maybe your life or the universe is saying no, This is enough for you It's time for you to move on Try new things If it's saying that and you feel that And you've always known that Then you know for sure This is what they're trying to tell you Move on This is enough for you you need to do something else and find that passion that you drive that you've always wanted to do now's the time to do it and try make it a, a smooth transition into it do your your homework do your research into whatever you want to do and then a smooth transition out to a, a transition in I suppose once you've completed all that you wonder yourself well, what was all the fuss You you say to yourself, why was I uh, panicking? Why was I stressing out? I was stressing out for nothing. And this is what my life is all about. Those passions, those those things that drive you to, you know, overcome that adversity. Overcome yourself, overcome your problems, the way you think, and challenge yourself. So there are challenges that you have to overcome yourself. No one else can do it. But at the same time, Ask and you will find As I say Seek and you shall find The answers to whatever is troubling you Don't just sit at home And worry yourself to death Where it stresses out the whole family And those around you Because you're no good to yourself You're no good to anybody else But to pick yourself up Look at ways that you can do things And then follow them Even ask your friends what do they think? Ask your family. Your family are always there. Your friends are always there. Even your co-workers that you work with, you know, ask them what they're doing, where they're going. And, and if they have something that may may you may like, say, oh yeah, it may be turning you to that, you know, in that direction. So follow your, your path, your journey. That will take you further. And allow you to expand on your skills That you'll have right now To further those skills into the future They will change, may change it completely Which is good Change is good To bring into a A new era of whatever Whatever you're doing at that time Whatever comes your way And you'll be so happy you did And you'll be Also saying to yourself well, What was all the worry about And that's the whole point of it so if you're in that stage congratulations you've done it to those who are heading into that direction just make the smooth transition in out smooth transition in or before you go in have a rest and while you're having that rest you know take care of yourself and what's around you and take care of uh, those necessities you have to take care of which is your family structure, your um, family, and those those bills that you have lying around that uh, you know you have to do. Get you know, pay as much as you can, but keeps some value money money aside so for a rainy day. So if the transition takes longer than normal, you have something to fall back on. So. Trust in yourself, trust in what's happening and trust in what you're doing and all will be well I hope this helps you those who are listening, thank you very much and I appreciate that you are listening to my podcast if it is of value once again I hope it helps I know it would help you and uh, it's just my my innermost thoughts and that's what it is, I'm, I'm Just saying it Putting it out there For you to Consider Or to Help you Decide what you want to do And um, And these thoughts That I'm putting out there Are something you Could consider Okay So Thank you my listeners This is It's My Life Signing off you take care, and be well, and have a good day. Good morning, listeners. This is It's Your Life, or well, It's My Life, and I hope your day is starting well this morning. It is 6.45 in my car, as usual, um, making this recording in regards to whatever's happening within my life at the moment And just recently, or my last podcast was about um, the issues of today Now, if any of these are out there and feeling the anxiety and the stress mechanisms That this whole issue of coronavirus and this outbreak is causing you Then you're not alone we're all feeling it in some in one way or another, and trying to find the answer to how to get or overcome this anxiety and stress factor. Some people may love it because it gives them time to to be with themselves, to be with family, and other things who've never had the time before. But this is kind of like, I suppose, this is kind of like creating a different atmosphere and a a different way of looking at things. If for some reason a real pandemic did happen and it closes the whole world down, how would you survive? Can you survive? What will it take to survive? These are the issues within and you can see it all on YouTube on how to survive. Um, Certain... uh, uh, Things that happen like certain like pandemics and that what will happen um there's a real interesting um youtube uh, content out there, and it's amazing how they get this content together and you know provide a storyline and where they see this whole thing will lead to and right now, a lot of them are on par. It's just which direction will it go. No one knows until certain things come into view and it's like um, connecting the dots because there are missing pieces to the link. But if it follows its path, its projection, and the dots start filling up the gaps, then you realise where this path is leading us. Some say it's to annihil- human uh, annihilation. It's against humanity. This whole thing has been s- scripted, planned to a T. How the world would end. How life will end as we know it. They say the apocalypse. Well... Some find it hard to believe that this whole thing was planned. But this wasn't planned just yesterday or a few hours ago or a few minutes ago. This was in the planning many, many years ago. How they foresee the future. Planned it to where things could go. Or analysed it. You name it, stripped it apart. What if saw the waters, if they went this way, as they went, and they they put it all together into a structure where, if the plan didn't go this way, then they had other options to fall back on, to play on, and to push to get to their main goal, which is the main objective, was to, right now, as myself, from a... born in a period where things were just coming to view... We're starting to improve, well, not prove lately, but f- leading towards technology. So we were taught what we thought or what we believed was truth. In part, it was, but in most parts, it wasn't. It's just a cover, a smoke to hide all the hidden... Uh, underhanded um, goings-on behind closed doors. And you don't know about this until you actually get to an age where you've lived life and experienced it and watching the current uh, generation coming through the ranks, how they've been blindsided by technology. They've used it very, very well. And the hook on this whole... Business of the apocalypse Is the mobile phone Today Mobile phones are the must have attachment The must have accessory to life To your life To anybody else's life It's a way of communicating Getting in touch With what's out there With the news We all know this because everybody, every man and his dogs almost, have got a phone. Or a version of a phone. Some still carry around the old version. Some have the latest version. Must have the latest. So that every yearly, year in, annually, there's always a new version of a phone, a television, audio system technology computers and cars or any vehicle now they're looking at electric solar power wind power current power through the ocean using the ocean uh, ocean currents to to uh, generate power there's and you know looking at climate change well when we when we talk about climate change and when we look at the technology and the materials being used to upgrade every year we get to wonder what happens to the old stuff that we throw away. Where do they go? To the land dumps, to whoever. Recycling. Recycling helps in some ways but not every time. Hence the reason I suppose this climate change is trying to uh, lessen the impact, the carbon footprint that we produce yearly. So are we producing vehicles yearly and annually with new new upgrades because it's, it's the way we are. We're improving on technology it's improvements, advancements to better the the vehicles that we drive, are better the, the devices that we use to communicate, is to, is to into in the betterment of mankind, people, to help them communicate, help them in a life where doing things is a lot easier. Living life can be a lot easier, but then. It comes to where those have and those have not are separated into, uh, I suppose, into two lifestyles the haves and have not, which is the biggest issue here right now. If you have all the things and you continue to buy all the new and latest items, what happens? And you sell off all your old stuff used, where does that go? It goes back into the system where people get to buy it, or have a chance to buy it. Well anyway, yeah, the haves and have-nots. This whole, whole issue in this, what's going, going on, is I think it's the battle of having too much in a way where a few have more than others and able to control the world and this is what it's boiled down to who is controlling the world who is up top can anyone say who it is but no one knows they call it the cabal they call it the one percenters the ones who have everything and they point the finger to you know the likes of Bill Gates, Bezos, um, uh, Elon Musk, but something to do with Elon Musk. Uh, he, uh, he's he, it's quite interesting. I, I doubt if he's 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 making his money. See, he's making it, whereas these other guys. I've on, Bill Gates, Facebook. See, Facebook's up there, um, Google. Those who have the money coming in, they will. You hear them say, "Follow the money," and they're, push, they're, <clears throat> they're putting money into everything to help, especially in the, the the pharmaceutical manufacturing sector to help find a vaccine to cure this COVID-19. Now, as I understand it, or, or to Put into context, it takes years to perfect a vaccine. Now, all of a sudden, un, not even a year, under, less than a year, they've got this vaccine. Now, how does that work? They say it takes three, maybe three to four years to perfect a vaccine, and now just under a year, less than a year, they have a vaccine that is going to be pushed out in, in England. To be the first, are they going to be the first guinea pigs of this? They reckon they've been doing human trials, and it's ninety-five percent effective. Effective or effective? Effective, ninety percent, ninety-five percent effective. Or is it effective? Affected this means yeah, yeah, you're being infected by something effective means it's something wrong with it what happened what's wrong with the other five percent Because it maybe only takes that five percent to to um do damage. What you know? What reports have they done on that five percent that they're not talking about? I bet you they haven't. They rather see the ninety-five percent positive instead of the f- looking at it both ways and the negative of five percent. Or what's the negative, you know, aspect of this um, vaccine that the Pfizer is pushing? Now I said it before. We have know the full details before releasing anything out for human trials or for human... Um, not human trials, but for human access. Um, but they've gone through all the um, stages and through all the... Um, processes that will deem it appropriate and authorized to use it as a vaccine. But we shall see we shall see the outcome of this. If it works, then people will be getting it. But it doesn't work on everybody, that's the problem. Some people will feel the effects. So once I've done that Yeah, be interesting. Anyway, well, I hope this little talk has um, opened your mind up to what, how you how you feel and how you think. If you're thinking in ways of you don't know, yeah, you know, and you don't care, well, that's that's it's up to you. I'm doing this to as a practice to um, become more adapted to this. A uh, way of uh, communicating through podcasting I see a lot of people are doing very, very well And I'm only just learning this as I go And uh, becoming comfortable with it Still there's more work No doubt on that No doubt on that no, There's still more work More things to think of More ways to put, produce this To push this out To get it out there I'm doing what I feel that will help me, and as I pro- progress, get better. But I'm sure um, you have better ways of uh, helping your, you do your thing to push your podcast or live stream, whatever, whatever you feel that it it helps you. You know, do it. No harm in doing trying things, but for you, it'd be good. You know, to start something, start something now. Don't wait. The, the way things are going, no one's secure at the moment. No one's, you know, no one knows what the future holds for anyone, for themselves, for their families. And to wait until it happens may be too late. So start now. Try something new. That's going to bring passive income. So if you're looking for passive income. In addition to what you're already doing, go that way because if your mainstream happens to fall away, then you have something to pick um, to fall back on. That's that's my my advice and to you all. If you find something that you've wanted to do and it's a passive income to your additional mainstream income, do it. Once you start and getting it in and become regular at um, uh, this passive income, put it away, put it aside. That would help you if anything f- fell away, if, if this whole world collapses, the apocalypse happens. But it, I don't think the apocalypse that we're talking about would be doom and gloom, not not the way some of them have portrayed it, you know. I think there'd be a a bit of um, structure to it. It'd be a, a different form of apocalypse, because before it used to be a nuclear thing where they would use nuclear bombs to lay waste to countries and cities. This this form of apocalypse has to do with technology and scaremongering and lies. The the lies they're pushing and. How they're doing it, it's, it's oh, it's frustrating and it's you know, it really irks me. And it, I get angry because these people are deliberately doing it to everybody. And there's experts out there that are saying that's what they're doing, and no one's listening to them, just listening to a government who they feel has their best interests at heart, which they do not have their best interests at heart or your best interests at heart at all. They do not. It's all about greed at the moment. Acquisitions and greed are the main two words that I use right now. And the word COVID is convid. I'm using it as a, a con 19 because it is a con. It's conning everybody into following their, their, their say-so, and it's not right. And the younger generation are falling for it big time, because... They see what's on the news and they follow the news now these these media companies are not telling the truth and this they no, they reckon they're the source of truth and they're not the old system that they they're using because they already secured a a vast network of listeners and because of that they're using that that stream and that con and that uh, platform to brainwash you to. Get you to uh, look at what they're showing you, and not to believe what is out there. If you get away from the mainstream media and look at other sources, you'll see a different story, a different world. And with and, and Trump, Donald Trump, I cross my fingers that he gets in. I tell you, once he's in, things will change. It won't be as bleak as everybody would think, because a lot of people are depending on him to come through, and he knows he's he's he knows something that a lot of us don't. And when he becomes president again, a second term in the house, those who have been against him, the house of cards will start to fall. And he will do a job that would show the world what has really been happening. And then the issue of China. China is trying to dominate the world by buying up land worldwide. Ports, factories, properties, manufacturing to do with dairy, farming and minerals. They're trying to cover the world, become a global entity that where they rule the world. Typical communist, socialism, Marxist attitude where they like to dictate and rule. And we have a Prime Minister that does that. And I don't agree with her, her Marxist um, views. It 's her thing, and she should keep that out and you know and continue doing that for herself, with her friends who do it, but not on the world stage. We all know when they start dictating, the world stands up and starts fighting back because the majority of the people globally freedom will always overcome. Those adversity, that adverse rhetoric that they keep pushing onto us, this is why they're doing this. Climate change is is now what I see, and I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Climate change is the key to opening up disaster. They're using it as to as a world. Uh, Issue, but underlying that, underneath or that hidden rhetoric is the real issue as is to acquisition of land, property, and assets. And they reckon through climate change and their, and their uh, laws that they start pushing through, they're gonna that's how they're gonna get it. And those niche, uh, and those cultures that depend on the land as part of their uh, money or their power or part of their history through the years. Just like the American Indians, they're going to use this climate change to grab, to land grab what they haven't or couldn't take in the past but now can through this climate change. So, they give them access to all the minerals, all the ocean fishes, everything. And they will dictate who can fish there and who can't, who can take and who can't, who can be on the land and who can't. If you're not part of that 1%, then you're out of the picture. And people don't realize that's what's happening. And here in this country, I can see it and it's going to happen. But I'm afraid here in New Zealand, we have to fight. For our freedoms this time. It has to become a battle. It will become a battle. And there's going to be some damage. And I'm, I know it's going to be a, f- a bit of damage around the cities who, where we pro- protest. If it comes to protesting, there will be some real harsh lessons learnt. You see it in London. You see it in France. You see it in Europe. That's what it comes to and in, in America it's happening in America it's going to come to the stage where we have to fight for our freedoms and it will come to that stage anyway, I hope it doesn't, but you never know the way this is going anything can happen. Well listeners, if you're listening to this appreciate it and um, there'll be more. So you have a good day, take care and be well.